from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. President Donald Trump and his Democratic challenger Joe Biden will meet on the debate stage for the first time tonight in Cleveland, and millions of voters will get their first opportunity to compare the candidates' policies and personalities side by side. ONN's Dave James reports. The 90-minute debate begins at 9 o'clock. It comes just five weeks before Election Day. Some of the biggest questions heading into the night are how Trump will handle being on the defensive and how Biden will respond. Each candidate has been trying to cast the other in a negative light, and tonight they'll have a primetime opportunity to debate the policies and rhetoric underlying those arguments. Dave James, I went in news. Tonight's debate in Cleveland was originally scheduled to be held at Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana, but Mark Namick says the university backed out because of the concerns about the coronavirus. The Cleveland Clinic offered to host the first debate amid the pandemic and national unrest, a move not openly embraced by the mayor of the host city. Now, Mayor Frank Jackson, hoping for the best, preparing for the worst. Three News has learned the mayor asked Governor Mike DeWine to send the National Guard to support Cleveland police during the debate. A spokesman for DeWine confirming the phone call. The governor's office also noting the Ohio Highway Patrol will be assisting and working with the U.S. Secret Service. I'm Mark Namick. And Andrew Horansky is reporting that thanks to COVID, this presidential debate will be different. When the candidates come on stage, they will not shake hands with each other or the moderator, Chris Wallace, breaking a longstanding tradition there. Also, they will not be wearing masks and there will be no opening remarks either. They will cut right to the chase with the first question going to President Trump. There will be a range of topics over the span of 90 minutes. And unlike years past, the audience will be small. The Washington Post reporting now only 80 to 90 people will need to get that COVID test in order to get inside. At Debate Central, I'm Andrew Horansky. A professor in Columbus says the presidential election is likely to be very complicated this year. Angela Reigert reports. Paul Beck is a political scientist from The Ohio State University. He says it will be interesting to see if the loser will accept the results. It's the state's that will determine the vote results. It's not a national election, it's a state election. And there will be suits probably in litigation in these 15 or so battleground states over the vote counting. And that's going to get very, very messy. Reporting in Columbus, Angela Rigard. The same state lawmaker from Southwest Ohio who tried to get Governor Mike DeWine impeached over his COVID-19 protocols is now trying to get the governor arrested. Tracy Townsend explains. Claremont County Republican Representative John Becker tried to get the governor charged with terrorism, bribery, and interfering with civil rights. The Claremont County prosecutor rejected the request, saying there was no basis for criminal charges. We did reach out to Governor DeWine's spokesperson for a comment. If this were serious, I would have a comment. Because it is patently absurd, I do not. That is a statement from Dan Tierney, spokesperson for Governor DeWine. I'm Tracy Townsend. Authorities say a man who had just been released from a county jail in western Pennsylvania stole a vehicle and eventually led police on a chase that went into West Virginia before he was finally captured in Ohio. ONN's Dave James has more. The chase began shortly before noon yesterday when a work truck was reported stolen from a construction site in Pittsburgh. It was soon stopped by police, but authorities say the driver, 24-year-old Shad Bocella, soon drove off. Authorities say an officer fired their weapon during the stop, though nobody was hit by any shots. Bocella eventually drove into West Virginia and was finally stopped by the Ohio State Highway Patrol in St. Clairsville. Dave James, I went in news. 
A father at two shot at home is the latest homicide victim in Columbus. Molly Brewer has the details. Columbus police say a call of 16 shots fired sent them where they found 22-year-old Lorenz Glover dead inside the home. Glover had two little girls. We talked to their mother. He's about to miss his daughter's first birthday next month. He's not going to be there for it. His best friend just died in a car accident. This ain't fair. This is the 114th homicide of the year. Last year at this time, the city only recorded 81. I'm Molly Brewer. The state of Ohio is requiring General Motors to refund tax incentives after the company's decision to close its Lordstown assembly plant. Brittany Bailey reports. GM will be required to invest $12 million in the Mahoning Valley by the end of 2022. That's in addition to refunding $28 million in tax credits. General Motors broke its promises to retain employment for thousands of people through 2029 and maintain operations there until 2037. Attorney General Dave Yost released a statement on the deal. He called it good news and thanked Governor Mike DeWine for staying on top of the business relationship and holding GM accountable. I'm Brittany Bailey. A computer outage at a major hospital chain thrust healthcare facilities across the U.S. into chaos early yesterday, with treatment impeded as doctors and nurses were forced to rely on paper backup systems. Angela Ann has more. Universal Health Services Incorporated, which operates more than 250 hospitals and clinics in the U.S., blamed the outage on an unspecified IT security issue in a statement, but provided no details about the incident, such as how many facilities were affected and where the patients had to be diverted to other hospitals. Workers reached by the Associated Press at company facilities in Texas and Washington, D.C. described mad scrambles after the outage began overnight Sunday. Angela Ann, ONA News. And deaths from the coronavirus continue to rise. John Lawrence files this report. There are more than 1 million confirmed COVID-19 deaths worldwide, according to Johns Hopkins University. It took about eight months to reach this somber milestone. Although COVID-19 has affected much of the globe, the United States has the most recorded deaths with more than 205,000. President Trump announced a plan to soon distribute 150 million rapid COVID-19 tests. These new Abbott rapid point of care tests are easy to use and you'll have a, a result at a maximum 15 minutes. I'm John Lawrence reporting. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.